Hello and welcome to Law and Order S Review here on Fanversation. We are talking season 22, episode 7, Hunt, Trap, Rape, and Release. We will discuss that title in just a bit. Uh, before we jump in, uh, as always, I am Yael Teagle. I'm joined by Taylor Gates. Hello, Taylor. Hello. And the return, the permanent return Yay. of Felicia Michelle. Hello, Felicia. Hello. I'm so happy to be reunited. It feels like, you know, like when Destiny's Child popped up at the Super Bowl, and we were like, yes, that's all of us. Any of y'all could be Beyonce, though. I'm not picky. <laughs> That's so generous of you. That is so generous. <laughs> yeah, I love you guys, of course. I'm I'm more flattered than I thought I would be. Thank you. Mostly because we know I'm the Beyonce of this group. Fair That's enough. True. <laughs> um, before we jump into this episode, as a reminder, if you are in a situation, if you need help, please reach out to Rain. Their number is 1-800-656-4673. Uh, Felicia, do you remember what that spells? Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, what does that spell? It spells hope. It, it spells hope. Hope. That's okay, Felicia. You know it for next week now. We'll okay, study I, it. It'll be great. I put you on the spot and now I feel like an asshole. It's okay. No, that was great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so 1-800-656-4673, 1-800-656-HOPE. Um, yes, so if you're in need, please reach out. Also, um, sometimes this show will go dark and when it does, we will make light. I think this episode may have gone dark, but I guarantee you we will go light. Um, so consider this your content warning. We already have people in the chat. Welcome. Um, Daryl is here. Hello. Yeah. And we have Zach saying hello to Felicia. Hey, Zach. Um, welcome. Oh, we're so excited to talk about this episode. Again, 22-7, hunt, trap, rape, and release. Let me read the quick cap. Benson teams up with Lieutenant Barrick from the and the Bronx SVU to track down a serial rapist with victims in both boroughs. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this title. I'm trying not to swear. Why? I don't when have, know. How, when have you ever not swore? I'm just trying not to. This effing title. It's it's a title. <laughs> I, and maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was like, hey, we need to call this something. Like, so this. Okay. And sure. no one else had and a suggestion. Like, I was, when I was reading the title and, like, assuming what it was about, I thought we were going to get hunters or fishers or something. Like, it was giving me hunting ground vibes, which is that one, you know what I'm talking about, where they, it's like, one of my favorites. In the it's, like, one of the scariest episodes, honestly. It's, like, one of the most disturbing ones for me. And so that's what I was, like, associating it with. Nothing of the sort. <laughs> Not even close. Um, yes. Felicia? It doesn't really tell you what it's about. Like, it, it's just like, that's just really random. Sorry. Not only does it not tell you what it's about, but it's not about that. I don't know what hunt, trap, rape, and release is because he didn't hunt. In fact, the MO of our rapist was um, convenience, easy access. Right. So there's no hunting. Um, he doesn't trap them because at no point does he keep them captive. He just literally they're tied up while he's raping them. He rapes them, yes. And then he releases them. Sure. I, for whatever reason, I guess I thought repeat instead of release. And I was like, oh, so he comes back. Nope. This, no. 
Nah, that isn't it. So I, a little birdie told me, tell her that you didn't like this episode. <laughs> was I the little birdie? Her name was Yell. <laughs> All right, thanks guys. No, but I, here's the thing. I think I didn't like it because first of all, we know I like my twists. The twist, although we had a twist, it was such an obvious twist that I guessed it in three seconds. And I'm sorry, if I can guess it in three seconds, everyone else is going to guess it in one because I am not good at guessing this type of thing. So what did you guess? I want to know where it was that you were like, I got this and what it was that you got. Just the fact that they were hyping Moldovan up, like it just, there was vibes. There was so many hints, like from the beginning and here's the thing i think that this episode had a lot of potential that it didn't like maximize on if that makes sense like i really liked barrick i would have loved more of her and like getting more of her character i think um what was her name ruse right Ruse, yeah she's my partner i thought she was really interesting too and we got a little bit of her but we could have gotten so much more of them and we focused on this guy and i was like but for what like we already know he sucks like why do we need to keep like nailing that down it's interesting. Um, Felicia, why don't you tell us your thoughts? I I, I I agree. I feel like there is a lot that could have happened with this to make it have some more, I don't know, like, you know, when you're cooking something and it's like, okay, this meal is all right, but you throw a little parsley on it and it just looks like way better, you know? And it's just like, where's the parsley at? You know, like this, it was quite obvious from the very beginning of what this was or that he had some type of involvement because it was just like, there was like the sinister vibes from him, you know, like it was like mm, creepy vibes. Uh, But yeah, I think they could have done a little bit more with that. One thing I found really interesting in this episode was the clash of female power. Like, Mm. like they didn't even want Manhattan to come in at all. And they just didn't want them to touch anything. And they did, it was like, like, you know, but Benson and Barrick and like, no, like the clash. And then you had a clash even on the lower end with Kat and Ruse and Ruse got all pissed off and was like, you're going to get ahead and I'm going to be where I'm at. And Barrick was kind of like that with Olivia, like, yeah, you're going to be good. But what about me? I'm going to be in the wind somewhere. They're not going to be like worried about me. There's like constantly a, a, a theme I've been noticing in watching older episodes is that the like female bosses not being able to either have it all or not being able to get along or there can only be one of us who occupy this space. So mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta jab you in your tit and get you out of here, bitch. Like that's how they kind of all act in this in this series along the way. And I was like, dang, here we are again. Like I seen another episode. I thought that that power dynamic between people who women who are already established as in the leadership positions and then women who are just starting their careers was very interesting in the episode. That that's like the good part I think I took away. They could have did a little bit more with that, I think. That's a really, really interesting point um, because I feel like the character of Barrick was, I feel like, underdeveloped as an SVU viewer, right? So maybe if I knew her from Criminal Intent, I would have understood her. But this character was like kind of erratic, as was Moldovan. Like his character, every scene was different. And I appreciated later on when they explained like, oh, he's, you know, devolving because we're getting close. I totally understood that. But every scene you were like, why is this guy freaking out? Why is he super nice now? Why is he mad? And it wasn't clear if he wanted them to team up at the beginning or not. Like that was very confusing. But Barrick specifically felt um, like 
she didn't want to work with SVU at all or with Manhattan at all. Um, and it was very odd, her behavior the whole time. And I, I think I, remembering she's from a different show makes me go, oh, I'm supposed to get her and I don't. And and I wish, I wish we would have had more of her to like understand her, I guess. It was also like the have and the have nots too. It was like when you're like, it was like, Oh, like, oh, that now we're the poor kids. We got to come over with the rich kids. Whenever he said, like, oh, how many times does a cleaner come in and clean for you guys? Or, oh, this is so nice. And and mm-hmm. I was like, it's like, uh, uh, un, un, I don't understand the animosity. I mean, I guess I could get it. There's less resources and, and whatnot like that. But, like, it just seemed very us versus you and even the threat at the end from a uh, ruse with the, the, the blue line. Like mm-hmm. don't, when you call for backup, don't think anybody's going to come. I was like, and I thought Kat was going to knock her head off her shoulders, honestly, but I saw she had her clubbing outfit on. You know, my girl likes to go and party after work. <laughs> she had her hoops on. So I thought, I, thought, I was like, Oh, she's about to whip her ass, but she didn't. Um, I honestly, Ruse was the best character out of the Bronx, and I wanted her to join Manhattan. So, like, her at the end, her throwing a fit. Okay, so let's talk about this end for a second because the whole thing was that Moldavan had been doing this and it had gone unnoticed. And Barrick and Ruse, I don't know if they live in the same world uh, as men, where men will go, Yes, we caught him. We caught him. No one knew it before, and we caught him, and then would get like promoted. And I think that Barrick and Ruse could have easily pulled that card and been like, "Yeah, we we caught him. The guy who was here before didn't see this. We did, and now he's put away." And then get themselves promoted because, well, men do that all the time where they take credit for things that they had nothing to do with. So it seemed odd to me that they were like, "Now our lives are ruined," when they could have been like. No, we we did this. Manhattan had nothing to do with it. We figured it out. Like be your own savior. Like it just mm-hmm. it, it very it didn't make it actually. Now as you say that, I'm thinking like it doesn't really make sense because women in positions like that are oftentimes very powerful because they have to be. Because if you're in any male one two three people sit on the screen right now are in male dominated industries, and you have to be like a really strong minded type of woman you have to be able to think for yourself so i do think like it seems a little out of character for someone who's in that position you've made captain which means you've been a police officer for how long now and if anybody knows if anybody's lived longer than 20 years you probably understand trusting your gut and listening to your gut and you had no inclination of that it seems a little odd ruse i could see root like them right pulling a ruse on ruse <laughs> i get it but uh <laughs> my dad jokes but I, I could see that because she's like young and, and inexperienced. But why did you miss this? You know, why didn't you? And why was he never promoted? If he's been there so long, he's so great. Well, to be fair, he's at the same level as Finn. He was a lieutenant, a sergeant like Finn. Yeah. And and Moldovan was, or not Moldovan, sorry, Barrick was a lieutenant, um, which is where uh, Benson was before, um, before this last season, this season, last yeah. season. Did they have some type of contact with each other? Because whenever she heard her name, I I, I was like, maybe I just don't know. She looked like, I know that chick from high school. It's honestly, they may have had contact during Criminal Intent. Um, We have Daniel in the chat saying, I did see Criminal Intent. I remember Barrick being a much more confident character. She felt different in this episode. Interesting. Thank you for that. Um, I, 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 
And, yeah. and I haven't seen Criminal Intent, but I totally agree with that. Just watching this, it didn't feel like right that she didn't have that confidence. And I, I understand like the, oh, oh, like she's been here so long and she's been beaten down so many times with, you know, all of these like men telling her what to do. Like, I think that's a, definitely like a valid point. But the fact that we didn't see that makes it not make sense to me that she was like that. Like, I think we needed to like get a couple of glimpses of that then for that to like, connect in my mind yeah like her people. behavior from the beginning hers it's and Muslim, was very odd um and so it just felt weird oh so we all agree that ruse was the best character out of the bronx that we should i like her 100 percent that she re- comes back but you know in a dick wolf universe you can come back if he wants to you can kill you off and you will come right yeah. on back <laughs> you can die and come back you know so hopefully she'll be back and I also just related to her because she was so sad that Kat didn't actually want to party with her. And I was like, I too would have been very upset if I found that out. Like, I would feel betrayed because I love Kat. Like, I want her to actually hang out with me. You know what, though? Here's what's interesting. I think the way Kat treated her is fair. Kat's in her position. She needed to find out. And if you recall, Finn's fiance, he straight up accused her to her face of trafficking women. So I feel like this girl, Ruth, should get over it. No, I agree. And I was like, okay, she literally didn't like do anything bad to you. Like, I think that she actually did really like you, but she also had to like get this information. So like, calm down. But at the same time, I'm just like, I also want her to want to be my friend. Like... <laughs> I think once she gets over the fact that her mentor was a rapist, she'll realize that what Kat did was not bad. Yeah. Agreed. Hopefully. The psychology behind it was just strange too. It's like, I'm upset, so obsessed with catching a rapist that I'm going to rape like the rapist. What did that do? Like what, what did that, I, I, did I miss that or something? Like, I, I think it was that he, because it was always when he was drunk. So not that yeah. that not that I'm obviously not excusing that. But I think when he got drunk, he would rape. And the only way to get away with himself raping it was to do it with the MO of the other rapists. Which I will say, a weird sentence coming out of my mouth. How impressive that you can adapt your MO to the rapist you're hunting. I think that like there's some sort of evil geniusness there. And yeah. that should be appreciated. And I kind of wish that would have been the story more. So like something about this rapist who changes his MO based on what the current case is. Yeah, like camouflaging himself almost. Because yeah, we saw that a little bit with like one case, but like, I think you're right. If he would have been able to do like six cases, that would have been the more interesting story. Yeah. Or if he would have gotten away with actually kidnapping Rollins and really, we really see him devolve you know, but again, like she's been in really horrific situations already and uh, Olivia's past her kidnapping days. So I get that they didn't want to do that. Maybe didn't want to go there. But I was like, I, I was like, oh my gosh, he's taking her. He's taking her. And I was like, oh, he's not going anywhere. Okay. We get, we get one kidnapping a season for our team. I feel like that's pretty much the ratio. It was like every season, someone on the team, like Kat's in trouble next. I just, I have... I have a feeling. Yeah, that's the thing. Every every um, season, one woman gets kidnapped. Yep. Has yeah. Finn been kidnapped? Uh, that's not even in the character structure. He I would just, probably be too 
hilarious. Like <laughs> he's just too funny. Like he, even when he says something, he's trying to be serious. Like he'll like I he'll be like, yeah, he's dead. Like he'll just say things <laughs> that are just like so like they're just it's just funny. Like I know he's not trying to be funny, and his character is serious, and the topics are very serious. But I just don't think he has it in him to get kidnapped. Like that would be so interesting, actually. Just like see him play that because like he's gotten emotional especially with like his son and things but yeah he's very stoic and like we've talked about this a bunch of times where he like turns it off at the end of the day and he goes home and does his thing but that would be really interesting to see him like reckon with being in more personal danger i just think it's interesting on our show that benson's been kidnapped like a billion times rollins has been kidnapped a few times now we're sure that cat will be kidnapped I promise. Um, count like, your days, Kat. Count your days, girl. I'm, I just think it's odd that that we've ha- our team has always been a majority male, and yet it's the women who keep getting kidnapped. Just something to think about. Um, I want to talk about uh, the taxi driver slash the rapist. Uh, play the character was Danny Gonzalez. Um, so this actor, I was watching this and I was like, why does this guy look familiar? And it's not because he's a repeat offender. Um, the actor is Jamie Zavalos. Um, I interviewed him for Cloak and Dagger. I love that. I was I like, why does that. this guy look familiar? That's uh, hilarious. Yeah, he played, interestingly, <clears throat> he played a priest um, on Cloak and Dagger, a like alcoholic <laughs> priest. And it's in right. this one, this one, he was a devout Catholic, which I think is odd. It's an interesting type of guy. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's range, baby. That's range. <laughs> That's range. Um, yeah. I, I really loved the scene in the interrogation with him where he was like, um, where he was like, let me see if I can help. I couldn't have done it. I was trying. I was just trying to break in. It's the middle of the day. She should have been at work. Which I couldn't it, have been there. I was in jail in Tallahassee. Right. It, it's fair to think that middle of the day someone would be at work if we were not in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Which, as you may have noticed, this episode abandoned masks completely. Yes. I think they're done. I think they're like, we're done. It also, the line that was very weird to me, like, I understand that New York was definitely in a worse place, like, a year ago, but they're like, you remember, like, this many people had died, there was all these things on the street, and they're like, yeah, but that that was then, this is now, and I'm like, we're very much still in that, like, it has not changed that much for you to be like, it's over, like, it isn't, so that was a weird line to me a little bit. Like, we are still in this global Panasonic, we are never (laughs) going, it feels like we're never going to get out. But I do understand what they were trying to say as far as like all the trucks and not, and we, we yeah, know what the totally. images look like. It makes it makes perfect sense. But it was just like it's kind of hard to have a show that's based in realism or some sense of realism, and we're not talking about the fact that we're in a, a pandemic still. Like we're we've we've thrown yeah. the mask to 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 the wind. Like just literally just take them off. Like y'all don't even got the face shields. Like if you don't want to cover your mouth, okay, can we like get the little fake? Face shields that don't work, by the way. Sorry, guys. They don't work. Like, we're just not going to do anything. They did get their food takeout, though. I just I did notice that they waited yes. outside the restaurant, and he brought their food out to them. I did notice that. But that's the only thing I could think of that's, There's like, There's the COVID. three cleaning people who come But then we were in a bar. But then we were in a bar later. So, like, 
Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk oh. about this copycatness yes. um, of the case because if we remember the episode where Carisi is staying at the sex offender um, halfway house, which then had that every third rape was the lawyer of the, the rapist. Um, so when this, when we were in the interrogation and they said that Danny Gonzalez was a devout Catholic, my roommate, who I guess hadn't seen that episode, was like, oh, it's the lawyer. The lawyer is the copycat. And I went, no, we already did that. So it would have to be someone with the same amount of... Um, of um access access but also like confidentiality and i went it's his priest we're gonna meet his priest and that's who it is because that would have been so much more interesting but in but in law and order like history the priest will always be like can't tell you nothing but i gotta tell you something like so (laughs) so i i didn't i didn't think that because usually when we have a priest there they're trying to do the right thing of some sorts but like also i guess do their due diligence to protect their parishioners' privacy. I just, if you're going to bring up that he's a devout Catholic, I'm assuming the correlation is the, like, putting their hands like this. Oh, the good girl, yeah. Yeah, otherwise, what does it matter that he's, like, what does that have to do with anything? Um, And can we talk about what a terrible name good girl rapist is? That's the name we're going with? I well, yeah. I mean, look at the name of the I agree. You cannot expect much more. Like that was as good as it was gonna get. But like, why all. didn't we why didn't we incorporate good girl into the episode title then? That could have fixed everything. I thought the first time that um Barrick said, Oh, the good girl rapist, I thought that either Finn or Benson would have been like the something no. to do with the title, like the oh, the the trapper, the the hunter right. trapper, the rape and release, like Pick a word yeah. from the title. Anything. Use that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Terrible. Anything. Um, let's talk about the other, the other rapist, uh, the Black Hood rapist. If anyone watches Riverdale, Riverdale. I hope you were as confused as I was. Sure was. And they said Riverdale is up to two, I think. And I was like, <laughs> someone's been watching the CW. Someone has yeah. watched the CW. One of the writers is a fan of, of Riverdale. Um, <laughs> But Carisi brought him cookies. Yep. That's what I was going to say. It's the cookies for me. Like how he slid it over. He's like, well, yeah. Cookies. Like, <laughs> and then he says, besides the cookies, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? Nothing. Cookie. We gave you cookies. Like, they were like Oreos. They were just, what kind of cookies were they? What, what kind of cookies were they? Unidentified brand of cookies. They were off-brand cookies. You gave them, you gave that man equate cookies, and you were like, "Yeah, it's gonna be fine." Like, just eat them. Why? So, if he was like the cookie rapist, like that would make sense. Not the cookie rapist. Why did we give him cookies? The visual in my head was Cookie Monster being a terrible person or terrible being, rather. That I just like popped into my head i guess because i mean in jail like you don't get many luxuries but like they have commissary like you're not going to tell right. me i don't believe that no one get they have noodles there's all, like jail menu tricks on tiktok where they make these different meals i know people went to jail someone made them a birthday cake so if someone can make you a birthday cake in jail like you cookies can get... can't be the, the 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 carrot that you're dangling in front of this person's face 
what this is off topic but you talking about jail tiktok which is like the wildest side of tiktok i need svu to do something with jail tiktok like now it needs to happen with two jail talk is where it's at honestly there's makeup uh routines on there yes. and tutorial makeup tutorials and... did they just steal clips from orange is the new black and no and there's people who there's there are people in jail there are incarcerated people who somehow have phones and and do dances in jail i'm not joking they did a june but they was doing yes. that one in jail yeah mm-hmm. all right um we all know what I'm doing with the rest of my evening. Let's finish up this show quickly so I can do that. I'm so confused. Um, it's a thing. It's a thing. All right. Definitely a uh, thing. Okay. I'm looking at my notes. Anything else we want to talk about this episode? Oh, I thought about this. So be- only because I have like all black on is that meeting. Like, so we just all wore all black to this meeting on the side of the building with the police chief and we're like garlands. We have a hat on. Everybody's in all black. I'm like, that doesn't look suspicious at all. Like that didn't draw any attention at all. Like that's totally secret and covert. Like I didn't know who any of y'all were standing outside of this public building and all black together. Like um, I I agree. And I like at that meeting when Finn was like, Do you want me to talk to him? And Betts was like, No. Like, absolutely not. Bad press, bad press, bad let's, press. Let's like, talk about uh, whatever. Moldovan and what a name and um and Finn um and their their pissing contest um because what I thought was interesting is you have two women who are in charge who are arguing and their two like men number twos are ready to fight um and the women were like what are you do- we've got what are you doing we are discussing some um, Hamilton dual vibes right there. Like with their seconds, like you're going for duel. Yeah, this and is we're my the champion. Ones. Right? <laughs> like, mm. no. yeah. oh, Zach in the chat it? says they probably don't have his favorite cookies in Greenhaven. But if that's his favorite cookie, get some taste. Like, like Felicia said, they're generic. <laughs> Like double stuff Oreos all day. Like, right. You're trying to bribe me. Double stuff Oreos or like a homemade chocolate chip cookie. Like that's it. Like if your granny didn't make it, get out of here. I'm not telling you anything. It's nah. I, I just watched um Love Simon for the first time. And um I was like, oh, it's Halloween Oreos, because that's a part of that storyline. And I was like, oh, these are two different things. Never mind. Yeah. I was like, where is this going when you talked about Love, Simon? I was like really excited for where that was going to um, connect, but Halloween Oreos, that would be cool. Another that, thing I thought was yeah. like kind of like a waste of time in the conversation with him was like him talking about like his mom. I guess that was like the reasoning about it, but it was like, okay, you said I was going to listen to my mom and my mom's died. Okay, let's move on. Like that, we could have like cut out like half of half a page, like a quarter of a page at least, like, because we don't just spit that all out. Yeah, you said I, I was going to listen to my mom my mom died. I have to give credit to that actor. Um, That's Christopher Holliday, um, who played Joey Nuccio, the Black Hood rapist, I guess. Um, Because that was, I think, the funniest part of this episode was his, everything that he said. It was great. The body language. He was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My cookies. (laughs) 
Um, amazing. All right, let's move on to our next segment, the best lines of the episode. Um, Taylor, I'm sure you have plenty or at least one line of this episode. I have three. So if everyone else wants to go first, I have some backups. Okay, my only um, my only line was besides the cookies, what's in it for me? Because I literally shouted, nothing. <laughs> that, okay? That is in it for you. That's it. Cookies. Um, Felicia, any favorite lines? Nah, nothing really stuck out to me. <laughs> yep, that's fair. All right, I got I got three for you guys. Okay. Um, I did like the beginning um, where Finn had no clue what was happening in the Bronx, and Olivia's just like, Finn, do you not read your emails? And I was like, feel called out by that. <laughs> um, the line, he said he liked girls who collect animal figurines. That's... Oh, that's a bizarre thing to like compliment yeah. on, but sure. Okay. And then um, from our favorite girl, Ruse, you played me like some dumb chick rookie. <laughs> it's like, I love it. It's the hand gesture. Can you do the hand You played me like some dumb chick rookie. <laughs> she said that. She did. I have that. I do have that written down as well. Um, I agree. Uh, the figurines thing was weird. Um <laughs> It's a weird detail. Also, the girl was like, he asked my favorite color. I said, it's it's black, but I said pink, and he liked that. Is that going to lead us anywhere? Never came back. That's the thing. I was like, oh, so maybe he likes his girls, like, young, like, has some kind of, like... Or ultra-feminine or something. Right. Like, super girly. I don't know. Right. No. I held on it's to that, like too, and it didn't go anywhere in the episode. I was no. like, hey, Information. No, because I, exactly. I was like, ooh, pink's my favorite color as well, but no one knows that. They assume it's red all the time, so this is interesting. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it really, I felt, you know, I felt, I felt seen. They also said the word rat so many times in this episode. Um, oh, so you're yeah. a rat. Like, yeah, that was a weird energy. Like, oh, so, oh, the, the, you guys. He freaking lied about the shooting and right. then pressuring Rollins to lie too. And I was like thinking in my head, like, okay, Rollins, girl, I know you since you've been a victim. Why are you acting like this? Like, why are you acting like you're scared to go against him or you're trying to like back him up? Like, what are you? She's like, I, I didn't see one. She's like, I told him I didn't see one, but that it was fast. I don't, I don't know. Like, he really tried to convince her, like pressure her into saying that she saw something at that moment, like that exchange with them outside of mm -hmm. um, the silos. And I, I was just like, maybe this is what he's done so many times to other partners or people he's worked with. It's like the power of suggestion is real. It's a real thing people experience in every single day when someone continues to say it with so much authority and reassurance in their self, you know, that's a damn lie. Um, he really tried to pressure, and you even see Rollins, a I consider her to be a veteran and an amazing detective and, and just a super strong woman, even doubt herself for a second, like, well, wait, what am I supposed to do in, in this situation? Mm -hmm. it, it does seem a little weird. I don't really know what to do. So I could see how Ruse would uh, totally bend to whatever he said. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it seems like, especially this season where they, at least at the beginning, were trying to evaluate, um, you know, police behavior and this episode falls into all of the old patterns um which i think is fascinating that our team isn't like no we're not doing that anymore our team is still like hmm. i think that 
Yeah, I mean, I think that they kind of tried to recognize that for, like, a second when Rollins was, like, you could tell she was feeling uncomfortable when they were, like, outside and the guy was on the rocks and whatever. But, yeah, they need to dive deeper into that if that's going to be a theme this season. Like, I think that's what they were trying to do with that, like, flicker of, like, oh, snap, like, I'm not getting fired over this, all of that kind of thing. But it was bizarre. I also do want to say the scene that was, like, darkly funny, like, wasn't funny, but it was kind of funny, where they were at the bar, and he was like, oh, he got a text. <laughs> she texts her text. There's this look under the table. <laughs> just like, he's like so thirsty for her to check her text. Like, I just thought that was like such a funny way that that played out. Check, I think got a text. It's I I, it right so <laughs> weird. Um, I thought it was so funny. I literally do that all the time to like my friends yeah, and stuff. Exactly. But, I mean, I'm, not trying, so to, I'm not trying to pull a gun on them. But I do all the time. I'm like, I think I heard your phone ring, and they'll be like, Text <laughs> like in five minutes, say your say that like your your dog has a shit emergency and it had a projectile shit everywhere, and your neighbor's calling you, so we can leave, like something like that. Like that's totally me. I'm like, exactly. I think I heard your phone ring. Is your phone? Ring? <laughs> your phone was ringing. It just be me, like. Bitch, I want to leave. I want to go home. Can we get McDonald's fries? Like, that's that's what I would do. Um, Zach in the chat says, "How how finished Sergeant and doesn't check his emails got me." Yeah, I agree. Um, And Daryl says, uh, "Rons always does this with men in authority," and I think that's super interesting um, because she we know she has that issue with men in authority. But also, let's talk for a second about. Guy had a gun in his mouth, and she went, "Do it, do it, <laughs> do it." She I was like, "What is going it. on here on this day?" It like, was like that moment she recognized, "Oh, you ain't about it, so do it." Like she was like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, she was like, "Oh, wait a minute, he he ain't gonna do it. Do it, do it, do it." I thought he was gonna do, do it. it. I thought I, he was gonna do it. I only thought he was gonna do it after she said to do it. I didn't You'd believe be like, it right, until she out. was like. Do it. Do it. I was like, oh, snap. But she's wow. very good at that. Like, she has a history of being great in those situations where it's, like, really high stakes of being in someone's mind. Like, she's very quick with it. I would say even better than Olivia. Um, she gets into someone's mind so quickly. She just can read them. Um, we've seen that in so many situations or hostage situations where guns are drawn and she does that. So, I mean, it made perfect sense for her character. It's so interesting that you bring that up that she is so good at reading people. Um, and that's, I think what needs to be pointed out is that there is this psychology of um, the the children of abuse are incredible at reading people um, and, and I think that that is where she's gotten that skill set. Um, and that's such a like minor detail that has continued through the show and that hasn't been dropped. Because you're right, we've seen it every time there's like a hostage situation. We we laugh at her. Um, you're one of the good guys. I see yes. that. That kind of behavior. And it's it's the same. We're in that same situation, but a different side of the coin with the do it. Yeah, like, I, I, I read you. You ain't built like that. I know. I know you. And she's very. She's. She's just. I mean. She. That's her. She. That's her mo. Like literally. I. Um. She gives me like criminal minds vibes. The way she like. Uh. Just is able to profile people so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um. She's just good at what she does. And how does she get her hair like those perfect like curls? They're always like it's like straight I, but curly but not too like just. You're. I awesome. literally like, have time for that. I noticed that exactly in this episode too, which is so funny. I was like, I was like, wow, her hair looks like so good right now. <laughs> Literally 
like perfectly. It's like you, like, like, you know, you woke up like that. Like, it's just like, oh, I just woke up. My hair's like the beach waves, tousled, just. Yeah. Interestingly, not to get on this whole hair topic, but like Barrick had the opposite. Yeah, she. I think that goes along with the lack of confidence. Look, stop. I'm trying to make this point and not laugh because that was funny. Um, but it goes along with the lack of confidence because of how you feel about yourself. A lot of times, you know, your outward appearance does reflect that. So from what I see right on that screen, y'all love yourselves because y'all are beautiful. And um, it just like it just added to that. I don't feel good I, about myself. I don't feel confident in my position. I don't. She looks disheveled. She was looking for a dang pizza menu in her file cabinet. I Why love you that. Have a pizza menu. She's like, ah, here it is. Pizza. <laughs> like, <I was> like, <laughs> like nestled between like rape cases. these like crazy files. Yeah. Like rape, 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 molestation. Ah, pizza. That was a good detail. Um, yeah, pizza. So, this episode was not ripped for many headlines. Oh, did you have more you wanted to say before we move on? Well, I just wanted to point something out that I thought was interesting, could be interesting to bring up. But I saw a tweet, and I forget who tweeted it, but someone was like, oh, Barrick is out of, like, SVU in the Bronx. What if she goes to organized crime, which would be very interesting. That is interesting and leads perfectly into oh, perfect. the next segment. <laughs> Hey. Mess it up. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, so yeah, it is interesting that she's leaving uh, SVU in the Bronx. Um, she, as of now, she is not set to go to organized crime, but um, I do have some organized crime casting news. Um, we have been talking about organized crime here on the show. As a reminder, we will be watching the first episode crossover situation and discussing that here. After that, we make no promise that we will continue to watch organized crime. But um, in the meantime, we do have some news about it. Um, so there has been a couple of casting announcements. So first of all, um, we have this woman. Let me share screen. I know how to do this. Um, nope, that's not the right button. All right. Um, I found it. I found it. I figured it out. Yay. Uh, so this is Danielle Monet Truitt, and she's been cast as a series Ooh. regular. Let me move that out of the way. Um, opposite okay. Chris Maloney, Dylan McDermott, and Tamara Taylor. Uh, but that's not all because uh, uh, wait, too many buttons. <laughs> um, we have more casting for the show, um, which is. This one, um, Charlotte Sullivan, Nick Cregan, Ben Chase, and Jalen Fletcher are also going to be on the spinoff series on organized crime. I'm here for this. I love it. Um, I think it is very interesting. I'm very excited to see um, these new cast members, whoever they may play, um, because when they announced that Chris Maloney was doing this, I was like, cool here for it down and then they announced that um dylan mcdermott is joining him right that's the one yes dylan yes. mcdermott um and then i went mm, you have <laughs> this was your choice and then they added tamara taylor which is wonderful but now we are adding um four more people and at least half of them seem to be people of color 
So I think we're we're getting there, but it just seems odd in 2021 to start a show that has to start with a white male lead and that the second one is also a white male lead. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that this- you, you think it's odd? I think it's pretty much on brand for where, for for where we are. Um, I think that it's noteworthy that they do, or they're trying to make it look more like the audience that watches it. Literally, there's so many people who love SVU from all walks of life and all age demographics too. So I see like that. The um, I forget the one with the curly hair. It's a Ju- said Julian. He looks very young. Um, so, you know, that's, I think that's nice. There's diversity in gender and in age and, and it's just aesthetic period. Uh, but like, it's like, we'll have to see, but Jalen is a Jalen Fletcher. Yeah. But yeah. we're, it's, I'm not surprised. I'm not like, oh my God, how can they not do that? But also I'm, I'm, I'm almost like, okay, cool. Like it is what it is. This is the show lead. And these are two big names that you think maybe people will follow. So, I mean, I, I get it. I'm still uh, going to watch it. I mean, I don't know if I want to watch it all the way, but I'm We're going to see the first episode and see We're going to give it a chance. We're going to give it a fair yeah. chance. I'll um, say that the newer casting news has made me feel more excited. Who was the first the first young lady you showed us cuz she was freaking breathtaking. I mean, I know you yes. can't judge anybody just off of how they look, but like if her on screen, if he's if she's as captivating in that picture uh, on screen as she is in that picture, like she this she'll be the star. Is- like she'll be the star like well, so she's added, there's already Tamara Taylor, who we talked about before. Yeah. Um, and now Danielle Monet Truitt is this woman. And then the other four people. Um, I, I'm here for it. Uh, I will say Daryl has a great point in the chat. You have to have two white male leads in case one of them does think stupid and gets canceled. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get what you're saying. I think that's a fair point. That's such a good comment. Yep. Look, this is my show. I can say what we want. I mean, hey, that is very, that is very, that was, that's very true. We're going to find All a right. tweet from 2009. It's going to be over for somebody. Yeah. I mean, anyway. All right. We, I was like, <laughs> I can take this somewhere terrible, but I'm not going to. So, um, on our show here, uh, we like to talk about what we learned. Do we do what we learn after the poll? We do what we learn after the poll, yes. My bad. We do a weekly poll. Yeah, um, if you missed it somehow, um, we do a poll here every week. Uh, last week, what was our poll, Taylor? Our poll last week, we were discussing the episode of Mean, and so we discussed our favorite Casey Novak episode, which I went and watched pretty much all these in the poll afterwards and was not disappointed because she's always been my fave, and that's never going to change, I don't think. But anyway, our options for last week, coming in fourth place, which is so upsetting, was Blinded, because Blinded is so good. That's the one where Ellie gets blinded, and then we talk about... Oh, but her boyfriend was schizophrenic, and like that's why she's covering that. That's one of the ones I watched, and it was incredible. It held up for me. Harken um, to the ark, man. Harken to the ark. Harken to the ark, exactly. And oh, I guess second place because there's a tie for first. In second place, we have Night, which is the one where she's like attacked in the office, and you know she gets like the flowers and that whole thing. That's the one where she wakes up in the in the hospital, and yeah. she's like, "Was I raped?" Because she sees yeah. Olivia, and I was like, "That's a fair point." That's a fair Olivia point. Should- not be there 
No, that's the gave her a little panic attack. And then in first place, we have a tie, which I think this is a fair tie. These episodes are both great. We have Mean, of course, which is what we talked about last week with the, oh, my birthstone is Garnet, like in <laughs> September. Like, what's in your birthstone? Such a good moment. And then Svengali, which is an interesting one. It's like the serial killer. And she's like, how do you like my work at the end of it? So all good episodes. Um, mm-hmm. Those were results of that. And then this week, we're asking which your guys' favorite Dirty Cop episode is, because we had a Dirty Cop in this one, for sure. Um, in last place right now is Signature, which is so upsetting, because that's the one with, I think it's Julia Stiles, correct? And she's the one who has the mentor, and then she, like, kills the serial killer. Julia Stiles was never on... Julia... Uh, what's her name, then? Julia... Oh, my gosh, what's her name? Because I get their names confused all the time. Hold on. It's a girl- Oh, from Parenthood. Erica. Erica. Oh. Right? You know who I'm talking, talking about? about? She looks yeah, like yeah, Julia yeah. Stiles to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, like wait a minute. Erica Christensen. Erica Christensen. I'm so sorry. They look alike to me, so I get them confused. Yes, um, Erica Yes. I was, like, I was like, in what world was Julia Stiles? On they the look so similar to me. But, I think okay, she looks yes. like Christine Taylor, but okay, go on. Also true, but that's a good episode, but it's currently in fourth place. Um, and then in third place right now, we have Secrets Exhumed, which, listen, I do not like this episode. This is the one when we find out that our fave Dana Lewis, Marcia Gay Harden, has killed someone and is going to jail, which, like, why? We should have made her a, a full-time squad member. That's my hot take that I'm sticking with. And then in second place, we have the one that we just talked about. And in first place, we have Internal Affairs, which is the one I think where Cassidy goes like undercover. So all interesting episodes for sure. Uh, who, what, what would you guys say is your favorite out of all of those? Not I, this last one. Oh, this one? <laughs> not this last No, not, oh, this, not this last, last one. one. <laughs> not this um, last one. I already voted, but I'm I'm interested that we don't have an episode. The episode with um, with oh, what is her name? Um, the the Persian actress. Yes, and that so- she was Sonia, and then the is that the is that the episode you're talking about? I'm watching season twelve right now. Um, and she was like the uh, I don't I'm not good. But see, y'all will know like the episode season, the the number, the title. Like I don't. That's have, not like, true. Enough, I, my brain cells I will not remember the title, but I can tell you. I can tell the quotes. Whole and this is the one names. where she where she killed her partner who had can, who had cancer and was dating the guy who was in yes. um was a, a part of that she worked with. But she killed her because she wanted to be on top and have power. And then she—that's when she broke the wall, and there was the cash in the wall. Yep. I think her name okay. was Sonia. She had interjected herself in the in, in the investigation from the beginning. It's like season twelve. I want to say like it's like episode maybe like thirteen or fourteen or something. It you is find 12, it? 14. The episode is called Dirty. Nicely oh, done. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm mainly remembering this. Her character's name was Sunny. Yes. So, oh, okay. okay. What did I say? Sonia oh, is the drunk, the drunk ADA. Yeah, yeah. we love Sonia. <laughs> um, the yeah. actress is Deshlu, um, and I yes. love her so much. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. One day, if they make a biopic of my life, she will play my grandmother. 
Oh my gosh, love it. Okay, I'm vaguely remembering what, what you're talking about. Because I remember I watched that live, and it was one of the first ones like I watched live. But I, sorry guys, I had to do the research with, with what I had. And I wanted to include, no, wanted to include Jay Lewis. I know you apologize too much. I apologize. Thank you. And I thought um, Signature was pretty underrated. Because that's, at, at the end she like shoots herself. And it was kind of similar to the end of this one too, so. Um, There's plenty I, of dirty cops to go around. That's true. I already <laughs> voted. Which one did you vote for? Internal affairs. I figured. That, that I, was a great one. Now I feel like I can't vote for that. I got to vote for something else now. I really <laughs> loved that one. It's because the because of the end with Cassidy when they're shooting and they're like, shots fired. And then they shoot. I like that part. So and then good. when she's she's a cokehead and they're like, did you think he was going to he was going to be with you, you little cokehead? Yes, yes, that line. Rent free, rent free. Yeah, she makes fun of her for being an addict. Anyway, um, that's Ooh. our weekly poll. We'll tell you where to find that in just a bit. Um, but now it's time for our favorite new segment of the season, which is what did we learn? Um, oh, I had learned something and I forgot what it was. Shoot. Okay, I actually learned something legit. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. I can maybe I'll think of a fun one after. But I thought it was interesting that they brought up, even though it was brought up by Moldovan, which like obviously we don't we don't stand. Uh, I like that he pointed out that questioning in like a nonlinear way is like sometimes helpful for victims to like remember things more clearly than like the linear way. Which I think that we've probably discussed that before, like when we bring in different techniques and things but I thought that was really interesting because I kind of had forgotten about that and I think that's true like if you kind of do a random maybe like different things will spark in your head so I like that we learned that I I think that's a really great point um I think it reminds me of that entire storyline we did last season to like drive past the statues yeah and like the the questioning the the tell me about water like that thing um that we learned last season that has not come back so it was interesting. I kind of wanted yeah. Rollins to be like, I know I've been doing this a long time. Right, right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Felicia, what'd you learn? I think my take, like my takeaway would probably be um, just like the whole, it really had been on my mind and on my heart too, kind of like women being powerful and working together. Because I think, like you said, Ruse was pissed off, not necessarily because of Moldvan, but because she had trusted this woman, this fellow woman, like, look, like, young like her, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. and, that, and that she kind of betrayed her, or that Beric felt like she was inadequate, you know, and obviously she is clearly comparing herself to Olivia throughout this whole entire thing, let's be quite honest, whether she said that vocally or not, it just seemed that way to me. And just, like, how can... I'd be better at um, collaborating with women. Do I do things that make it hard to to work with me? Like, do I do, like, like, what's your personal accountability in that? Because like I said, when you're in a male dominated industry, you kind of gotta, you kind of gotta have a little, like a little toughness to you. And sometimes you forget that in working with other women. Oh, she's had to also develop this toughness um, about herself. So am I, um, judging her, working with her, and understanding her by the intention of her of her intentions and her heart posture, rather than exactly what she's doing. Because yeah, she's gonna talk tough. Because the way I talk, you hear me. First of all, I have a freaking Jersey accent, so anything I say sounds like, rude as hell off the bat. <laughs> like I could be like, 
oh, like, excuse me, excuse me. Like, I'm just really just trying to walk past you. Like, I'm not, I'm not like upset, but it just sounds, it just sounds tough. You know, it sounds like kind of harsh or whatever. So just kind of like thinking about as you climb and get, become more successful and what does that look like in working with, with other women um, as you build your career from the ground up? So but it's always been really important for me to like support other women. So just being cognizant of that as I work my way up and understanding that, you know, sometimes a bitch gonna be threatened because you just pop in. Don't take it, don't hold it against her. Just love her. Don't hold it against her. Just love her anyway. Mm-hmm. That's my takeaway. I love that. I love I, you both That's learned. like such good takeaways. And we're just like, I learned that Finn should read his emails. Like, oh, so. I don't read my emails. So I'm never reading my emails. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Daniel learned Finn should check his emails. I agree. I did too. Um, Sarah, our friend Sarah, learned nice. that Manhattan's squad room is currently better and in cleaner shape than the Bronx one on several levels. 100%. Um, honestly, I learned to that the, the best deal has to be better than cookies. That's what I learned. Good. You got it? It's good. Which is hilarious because in my college days people knew they could bribe me with a snickers bar so like i've grown and you're you're valid for that (laughs) you can still bribe me with them but bite (laughs) snickers because i don't know why i don't want to bite into my teeth i just well i know a bag of them though i just want i just want to pop the whole thing i don't want to like bite into it but like so you're bite size snickers and you got me yeah what you want to know i mean (laughs) If you missed Valentine's Day, you can send Felicia some bite-sized Snickers. I I don't eat chocolate anymore, which is a bummer. So now I don't know what to bribe me with. Um, Anyway, that's what we learned. Um, Now me and Taylor are thinking what to bribe you with. I know. I'm like, ooh, what if I get on her bad side? Like, what do I do now? (laughs) Apologize. That's what I do. That's fair. I can, do, I can probably do that. I can probably right. manage. I think you got it. I think you're good. Um, yeah, that is, I think, our show for this week. Um, thank you so much, Felicia, for rejoining us. We're happy to have you back thank on the Thank you squad. for having me. I, this feels like home. I love it you guys. I love you. Uh, thank you to everyone in the chat, Zach and Daryl, Daniel, Sarah. Um, I feel like I missed somebody and I'm sorry if I missed you. I'm so glad you're all here joining us uh, live on our show. Thank you to everyone listening to our audio podcast version. If you missed our special interview with Lindsay Hollister, who played Agnes Linsky in Mean, go and check that out. Um, It's available here on YouTube um, in our playlist. It is also available on the podcast format and on fanversation.com. Also, I'm going to give you the hotline one more time before I tell you where to find the poll. Again, if you are in a situation and you need help, please reach out to Ray and their number. It's 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. But until next week when we return with a new episode, I believe. Yeah, so. I think we have one one more new one before break. break. Noxious. Felicia, um, where can everyone find you on the internet? On the internet, on Twitter, uh, it's, it's Felicia on air. But I, Instagram is more my platform. So if you want to find me on there, it's, it's Felicia Michelle. I'm over there, you know, just doing my thing. The rest of this week, I'm going to be reading a uh, children, Black History Month children's book every day at 1 p.m. Central Time, which is y'all can figure that out on the internet. And I'll be I'll be doing that um, and just chatting with people live this week and just celebrating the last week of, of Black History Month. Awesome, Taylor. 
Yes, you guys can find me on Twitter at Alphaba underscore Ann. You can also vote in the poll, which I encourage you to do. And you can find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. I also host a Twilight podcast called One in Forks, and that's available on Spotify, Apple, wherever you find podcasts. Probably wherever you're listening to this podcast, you can yes, find you can find. Do a little double feature with me. Uh, awesome i'm everywhere at yell teagle that's y a e l t y g i e l uh this week super lady hero hour should be returning assuming my co-host has power in texas um also uh streaming wars um if you're looking for something to watch on a streaming platform that is the show for you because we will tell you what's crap um and what's great uh also i'm gonna be on twitch this week Hopefully I remember enough time and energy and get dressed. We'll see. Twitch.tv slash Yelteagle. That's it. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>